Springfield's Talk, 104.1. I am Nick Green. Just, uh, and my mouth full of a uh, caramel chocolate bar. Because I am the specimen of health, and it's 8.06 in the morning. It's a hero's breakfast. You're a veteran. Uh, scramblers, along with Delta Roofing, Serenity Honors, and Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical are buying you breakfast this morning. It's middle of the month. Usually it's um, closer to the end of the month, but uh, the last week there are going to be a number of rotating guests, guests filling in for me. And then next Friday we will be out here, but it's expected to be a busy day. Uh, they say that uh, that uh, Friday before Christmas, especially if it's on a weekend, is very busy. So we thought we'll do the Heroes Breakfast uh, today that way. It's less busy, less hectic, especially for you veterans, as you get your free breakfast. We're going to chat with two of the three characters this morning here in Mere Moments. Also, look at the weather, snow possibilities in the future. First, the latest news update. First alert forecast, sunny, high near 37 today, mostly clear, 22 tonight. Sunny, high near 35 tomorrow. Sunny, 45 on Sunday, and a 40% chance of snow before 1 o'clock Monday, high near 33. Don Anthony Carricker, how are you two doing? Doing all right. Good morning. Oh, wait a minute. Ho, ho, ho. Merry yeah, Christmas. Technical issues here. Let's see what, was, what the problem is. We're all, oh, I'll wait. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is here. Well, I guess he's just not going to talk today. Nope. Oh, no. I'll get you fixed. I'll fix it. Don't okay, while worry. he's fixing, I'll, I'll go ahead and wish everybody a Merry Christmas. All right, try it now. Because it's... Can you hear me yeah, now? Yeah, there we go. Good. I feel like a Verizon commercial. Over here. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Sarah's not here. I know. That's you She's are in the studio. That's what this. You are flying solo and is all, no, crashing and burning. Houston's here. I don't know <laughs> where he went. He moved to get out of uh, your way. Oh, there he is back. Yeah, there. helping out, huh? He has been. He's been tremendously. Where's helping. Sarah? She's in studio. She's doing. Oh, okay. She and hey, Sarah. She and Houston swap places. Oh. He's usually in studio. She's usually out here, but she's oh. doing some new stuff today. So. Oh, cool. Well, hope it's fun for her. Well, we miss her. We always like when she's out here. So what's going on? What's the, the character news of the day? <clears throat> Christmas, mainly. Mm-hmm. It's coming up fast, and we wanted to thank everybody for basically being our clients and listening to us on the radio and Hopefully taking some good advice when it comes to money and finances. and If not, that's on them. It's on them, yeah. But uh, New Year's resolution. New Year's resolution's coming up. And I think one resolution for anybody that's able to ought to be buying some rental properties. Because if you haven't heard, I don't know if you heard this or not, but we're not on the gold standard anymore. Yeah, it's been a yeah <clears throat> for quite a few while. few days. Yeah, a few days. Since Nixon. Um, I, I heard an article about this. I was watching it. Uh, are you a fan of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki? Oh. Robert Kiyosaki is awesome. Right. And he I has some awesome, awesome guests when he has his uh, radio show. Or not his radio, but his uh, podcast. And they were telling us how we're not on the gold standard. Everybody knows that. But what's getting ready to happen? Right now, the dollar is the currency of the world. You know, you, you trade oil on the petrodollar, which is just a dollar that's linked to oil. Right. Um, about 20 countries just recently, a lot of the OPEC countries recently signed on and basically made it to where they're not going to have to do it with dollars anymore. So the dollar is going to have some difficulty. 
putting it mildly. If you look this up on the Internet, you're going to find out. And what they're proposing or suggesting is that you get, instead of being invested in stocks, bonds, that kind of thing, gold and real estate. Because that's the only thing that's going to save you through this terrible downturn that's going to happen. So, so Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> give you your, give so your Christmas you present early. be really secure, have a house <clears throat> for investment purposes, build out of gold. There you go. You could advice. do that. The security needed on that might outweigh the uh, profits there. There but, you go. You know. There's always an naysayer, isn't there? <laughs> so wanted to give you that little tidbit All of information right, to take with you for the new year. And that's your Christmas present is that you really need to go out and buy some rental property and get invested in gold <laughs> and silver. Any Christmas gifts from you? Uh, I mean. His didn't uh, even cost anything. so Yeah, not, not nearly as a. Uh, Serious, I wouldn't say, but people who don't know, rental uh, rent prices around the Springfield area are up six yeah, percent yeah. year over year. They're expected to continue. So, you know, if you own a home, yeah, definitely try and look into a rental like Don's talking about. You know, invest in some real estate. Or if you don't own a home, might be a good time to start looking because property values are, you know, they're not terribly high at the moment compared to where they have been and buyer demand is a little lower so it's actually a pretty decent time to get back into the market Enough and to see where what's it, out there is it offsetting the uh, interest rate to some degree no not, not yet not but yet. but as we always say right what's the saying you know it do you remember it yeah you marry the house you date, date your the interest rate. rate yeah very good marry the house date the rate which just means you're not going to have to keep your rate forever just because it's a 30-year fixed doesn't mean you have to keep it for 30 years. Yeah, and you don't intend up. to. It's, it's just a way up. to have it fixed. And so you don't have to worry about when the downturn happens for the interest rates. You're safe and protected. And not only do you not have to keep it 30 years, you shouldn't be keeping that loan for 30 years. Anybody who's at interest rates that are higher than they will be in you know six months to a year, you should be looking at a refinance pretty often. There's not really a negative to it for the majority of people. Totally free. All you got to do is call us, right? Just call us and find out how much it's going to cost. And oh, what the it, consultation, what, yes, totally yeah, free. The consultation, yes, yeah, totally free. <laughs> the yeah, actual refinance. <laughs> the interest I was sitting here free. thinking, wait, when did we offer <laughs> free refinance? Another yeah. Christmas gift for yeah. everyone. <laughs> well, to actually, to, to, to uh, clarify that, we can do a no-cost refinance. There are pay, pay, uh, possibilities, I'm trying to say capabilities and possibilities at the same time. There's uh, capabilities for a no-cost refinance where you don't have to bring money to closing. So we can look into that for you as well. All but right. That's something that will happen when the rates start dropping. Right now it's not. It's very difficult to do right. because they're so high. But with okay. rates dropping, when they do drop, then we're able to get a no-cost refi for And, of course, any info people need and, most importantly, perhaps contact information, Iwantagreathomeloan.com. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yep, Merry Christmas, you guys. I hope you have a blessed one. I will. And you, too. Everybody. I'll do this. Don Carricker, Anthony Carricker, thank you much. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Uh, you don't pay much attention to it. It's certainly not part of the tour you give of your home, you know. Um you got to give garage experts a call. They can do tremendous things. And it's not just aesthetics. Uh, you know, the the 
extremely high level of epoxy that they use with hundreds of different color choices and the process they use. I mean, if you have a garage that has chips in it, that has cracks in it, that has oil stains in it, uh, that even, I remember as a kid being out in the garage and my grandmother uh, would sweep the garage and it just seemed like no matter how often you'd sweep the garage, there was still dust on it. It still had that dirty look to it. Uh, you need to find out what it is that that, that epoxy flooring can do. And, and please, if you are thinking, well, I can do it on my own, just get a consultation from garage experts before you do that. Get that second opinion beyond your own. Because even the product and the process itself, uh, the average person does not have access to. Garage experts for all your needs under Nick's endorsements, those, uh, those garage transformations for you, you can find them at ksgf.com. Also, if you go to 1041 Nick Reed, uh, there is a video of my personal garage transformation, both with flooring and customized storage. There is a, a story in the Daily Wire. A, a transgender high school student has been charged after allegedly assaulting two female students in the girls' bathroom at an Oklahoma high school, uh, leaving them with injuries. The incident occurred October 26th at Edmond Memorial High School which is just north of Oklahoma City, according to police reports, which was obtained by the feminist outlet Redux. A police officer responded to the school around 8 a.m. to reports of a fight. He found a female student in the nurse's office who had suffered injuries to her face and her head, including several red areas on her face. Both of her eyes were swelling shut, according to the report. The male student Uh, who identified as female, reportedly approached one of the girls in the bathroom while she was talking with friends, uh, attempted to talk to her, but she ignored him. He became angry, and that's when he began beating her with his fist. Um, The student then allegedly hit the female victim in the face, pulled her hair, forced her to the ground, where he kicked her in the face and punched her repeatedly. The girl indicated to police that the attack was forceful enough to prevent her from fighting back. The girl's friend witnessed the alleged incident and pleaded with the the boy to stop beating her when one of the girls attempted to stop him she was punched twice on the left side of her face she was left with injuries to her eye face and head with a possible concussion one of the friends who witnessed the attack said that the girl who tried to stop the attacker felt that her friend's life was at risk because the attacker was you know i mean a much stronger guy yeah this throws a whole nother component into the discussion of the transgenderism. And, of course, there is the bathroom component to this and the uh, separate incident, Loudoun County, Virginia, that horrific incident there in which the superintendent is now facing charges uh, because of a boy who whose own mother said he wasn't actually transgender and he was interested in girls, but he wore a skirt to school so he could go into the girl's bathroom and he raped a, a one girl and then was transferred to another school where he sexually assaulted another. And of course the Loudoun County school district got into was a tremendous amount of focus on them because they tried to cover it up. And you have this situation here and a, a number of people will argue this is one of the reasons that girls should use girl bathrooms and boys should use boy bathrooms uh, because you will have guys that try to take advantage of the situation for a number of different purposes. But at the same time, there is this the transgender sport issue. And a lot of people argue that there is no biological advantage 
of a transgender, uh, you know, a male who identifies as a female competing in sports against females. Now, generally, female athletes disagree with this, but that's one of the arguments that, that, that we oftentimes hear is that really, ultimately, there's no disadvantage to the girl. The domestic um, violent part of this is sort of a hybrid or this particular situation between these two scenarios. Because on one hand, we want to, or at least some people want to argue that, that biologically speaking, a transgender woman does not have physical advantage over a, a biological woman. But I think whenever you hear a story about a boy, a teenage boy who identifies as a girl and lays a beat down on a girl in a bathroom and is so strong, has such a physical advantage that while others try to fight him off, they also get beaten, that there's a, there is a reality component here that I think a lot of people have to acknowledge. You know, I believe not just science, but the results show us when it comes to athletics, physically, boys do have an advantage. But ultimately, if people want to say they don't believe that, what harm comes of that? Some girls may lose scholarships, they'll lose medals, they'll lose advancements in, you know, in sports. Um, and while that is, I think, a horrible thing and it is dismissive of girls and it is a roadblock to their advancement it isn't as damaging as some sort of physical beatdown and so you can tell yourself that there is no advantage when it comes to sports and the victim isn't a victim of violence but when it comes to the issue of domestic violence, this is a whole interesting new component because if you want to hold that belief system and still tell yourself that there is not a physical advantage that a transgender girl has over a biological girl, the reality is that denial leads to some pretty horrific circumstances. Because if we're really going to accept that, and as a society, we are going to tell ourselves that transgender girls, boys that identify as girls, are no different than actual girls. They're all the same. Then when a transgender girl lays a beat down on a biological girl, I guess we, what, we shouldn't be upset about that any more than if two girls get into a fight. We have traditionally, and I believe rightfully so, in the context of morality in particular, considered it unacceptable for a man to beat a woman. And that is based off the premise that there is a tremendous unfair advantage, physically speaking. When it comes to this new world that we're navigating and this, this new argument that when a guy identifies as a girl that he is a girl just as much as a biological girl but then you get into the world of actual physical confrontations it's very very clear that living in that world of 
here's how I want to believe things are, can result in horrific circumstances for actual biological girls. And I don't know if this is going to come to a head, if you're going to have people, because we, we see it here locally and nationally as well, there are a lot of organizations that are very big in pushing ab- about um, warning signs of domestic abuse and highlighting domestic abuse and and really focusing on the horrific component to somebody who is physically imposing, having the ability to take down a woman and beat her sometimes into death, is there going to be a political correct train wreck here where, or at some point, if whether it's a domestic partnership or whatever it may be, and you have a transgender woman beat the living daylights out of a girl who physically had no chance, are we going to be allowed to have the same level of outrage that we do if it was a man who identified as a man, cisgender, versus a transgender woman. And I think it's a conflict some people are going to have to come to terms with. Springfield's Talk 1041, I'm Nick Reed. Coming up, we're going to chat with Congressman-elect Eric Burleson. He is out here. There's always, uh, well, all sorts of uh, great, great folks to visit with and talk with as we have our Friday Roadshow at Scrambler's. It's another one of the reasons I love doing this. Uh, one, just being out, I get a chance to meet with a lot of you. But it's also a great gathering place. So often, uh, I'll get asked the question, "How do I get involved?" They, they want to get involved. They don't want to get involved in the traditional sense of go to the local county party headquarters and ask what I can do, and then they'll, you know give you phone calls to make or something. But you, you want to do something that you feel is really meaningful. And because of this, there are always people here that will be more than willing to say, oh, here's how you can help. Uh, in fact, the MRA, um, they, they, the Missouri Republican Assembly, which we were talking to a little bit earlier, um, you know, they're always out here. And so it's just a great resource. And like I said, you know, we've got um, Darren Chappell's out here. He was earlier, at least. Uh, Eric Burleson's out here on any given Friday. Not just people who are active with similar interests and diverse perspectives and thoughts and so forth, but a lot of elected officials as well. And you can, you know, chat with them, tell them your thoughts and. And, um, you know, just have those conversations. So just a huge thank you to Scramblers for making that possible. And also, uh, just a reminder, as we were talking about housing earlier, and, and uh, you know, it, there's really never a time in which no that there, there's no one in the position to purchase a home. Uh, in any economy, you're going to have some people that it's the best time to, and others, though, it's not the time to at all. Whatever those home selling, home buying needs are, Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty, um, you know, there's a reason that for years I've been recommending her, and it is because she is top-notch, bees knees. Uh, I, I just can't think of anyone better to take care of you when it comes to trying to sell your home or looking to buy one or maybe even, as stress-inducing as it may be, doing both at the same time. She's going to navigate you through that and take care of you. It's Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. Traffic update now. I'm Nick Reed. First alert forecast live from Scramblers this morning. Sunny with a high near 37 for the day. Mostly clear tonight down to 2020 or 22. Tomorrow, sunny, 
a high near 35, 45 on Sunday, and then there's that 40% chance of snow before 1 p.m. on Monday and a high near 39. I'm not seeing any accumulation listed on here, so uh, not that we won't necessarily have any, but uh, there's just none at this point uh, that uh, we're not expecting anything tremendous, I, I should say. Uh, we'll chat with uh, Congressman-elect Eric Burleson coming up here in just a couple of moments. Right now, however, it's Sarah Myers. Hey, thank you. And also, with that accumulation, it keeps going back and forth. First, it's like 30% chance. Then it's like 20% okay. chance. Yeah, it's one of those situations. But Blah, blah, blah. I know. I'm going to pot you down here really quick because I'm going to talk to my friend Bruce. He's in studio with me. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you this morning? I am good. Okay, so first things first. Beatles is hiring. We are. We are definitely looking for uh, qualified people that want to be a part of our team. That's uh, that's a key and important thing that, um, you know, it's not just finding a body. Um, it's finding the right people, finding somebody that uh, buys into to our company culture of, of, you know, taking excellent care, not just of our customers, but of everybody that they run into. Um, you know, we talk about, hey, when you're out, you've got to make a positive impact. That's, that's our mission, make a positive impact on everybody that we come in contact with. So if we're running to the parts store, uh, you know, who are we going to encounter? Who can we, whose life can we encounter? Can we make a little bit better? Who, you know, we try to carry that throughout everything because when when you have that attitude, um, it affects your work. It changes the way. You know what? If if I'm doing everything I can to make somebody's life a little bit better, uh, I'm going to take a little more pride in what I do. And uh, you know, so that's that's the kind of people that we're looking for. People that really want to. Um, not only do excellent work, but but have an impact on the people that they come in contact with. Now you say people. So how many people are you looking for? Um, we are currently probably looking for about three or four more people. Mm, okay. So any so, experiences that they need to have? We can take anybody from uh, that has great tech experiences. So if they've got a background in electrical or plumbing, um, you know, drywall, siding, you know, any of those things that, that we're doing on a house, which is a lot. Um, or if they are just more general labor, uh, our environmental side, um, which is doing all the mold remediation, the crawl space, the vapor barriers, uh, structural repairs, sump pumps, all of those things under the house. Um, it's it's dirty work, but it is stuff that, that we can uh, provide all of the training on. We, we handle all the certifications and, and all of that. So, um, yeah, no, we, we are looking for people on for the full spectrum. Very good. Well, and they, of course, if anybody out there is listening and thinks that they would love to have a conversation with you, they can find your contact information, ksgf.com, Sarah's endorsements tab. Now we've talked about you. I want to talk about me. Okay. Okay. So you were out uh, earlier this week, actually, yep. taking a look at some of the things that I want done at my house. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about your house like it's, oh, this little, da, 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 and I'm like, I get out there and I'm like, okay, this is not at all how you painted it. It's nice. No. So, it, I mean, it has good bones and it is a fixer upper farm house and uh, it made me feel a lot better having you actually come out and take a look at my kitchen floor you know I always say it, it's got yep. a dip in it uh, and it it does need some love but it made me feel a lot better actually having you the professional <laughs> tell me hey this yeah. is like a, a three out of 20 yeah, there. yeah yeah it wasn't nearly as bad as as you know when I when we bought it we have a 1908 farmhouse mm-hmm. and when we first bought that you had to take Dramamine to walk across the floor because you were <laughs> up and down I mean it was like the sea bellows roll and uh, it was rough um, your your kitchen isn't anything like that you, you know you've got your floor runs pretty smooth it does have some soft spots I think we identified where they uh, had used to have a, a air duct uh, a register there um, because we could tell by the shape and they 
just floored over it and didn't didn't properly support that. And... Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> but and there were a couple other little spots. But I think that uh, once we pull that flooring up and take a look, you know, like I said, we're going to do some some subfloor repairs and put down some new flooring, and it's going to be it's going to be amazing. Well, that's very. I'm excited, and I'm excited to get on the schedule. Now, you guys are scheduling out uh, sometime in January now, so it's not too far out, but right. a little bit of a wait. Yeah, with the holidays, you know, it's a little deceptive because you're thinking, oh man, we're clear out into January. Well, yeah, by the time you take a few days off here and a few days off there and and uh it's it's not that far away. It comes really fast. But yeah, I think we're looking right about the beginning of January to get out to your place. Well I'm excited and that is the first of many repairs that we are going to get done. All right. Uh any winter tips for this week for the listeners? Stay inside. It's nasty out That's there. True. I agree. All right. (laughs) Well, I think that's a great place to end it. Now, of course, if anybody has any questions or home repairs or maintenance, maybe something that they think, oh, I'm not exactly sure if this is something that you guys can do. How do they get a hold of you? Give us a call, uh, 417-840-3330, or check us out, beetlespm.com. Or, of course, they can go to the KSGF page look at your endorsements page and there we are smiling and happy there you go and of course uh this is specifically for tom martz beatles is spelled b-e-a-d-l-e-s now bruce thank you so much for coming in studio with me you sorry bet. i didn't have any omelets for you know yet. what i th- my understanding was nick was bringing us breakfast this morning here maybe. in studio yeah so. maybe he will i don't know probably not <laughs> this is sarah myers with springfield's talk 1041 did you say we were wrong? Uh, you understood, yeah, you understood incorrectly. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. Uh, we're going to um, actually here in just a uh, little over 60 seconds chat with Congressman-elect Eric Burleson. Do want to go ahead and take this break and get it uh, taken care of this morning. From Scramblers, I'm Nick Reed. All right, got 20 minutes left to get out here for your veteran, get that free breakfast. In the meantime, our good friend Eric Burleson is here. How do you do? I'm doing great. You've been up there in old Washington, D.C., now, have you? Yeah, now i got to shake all the swamp off uh-huh. me. <laughs> uh, well, so um, to talk to us. What, what's it been like? It's crazy. Yeah? It's crazy. The moment you get there, I, I was checking into the hotel I got out of the cab and was pulling my luggage out of the trunk. And there's, like, reporters taking photos of you. (laughs) And I thought, there must be a celebrity here, like Uh Hunter Biden or something. Right, (laughs) You know? Dropping off his rental car. And then they, um, this one reporter came up to me and said, are you a newly elected member? And I said, how do do you, how did you know that? (laughs) And they're and they, so he, I, I just, I tried to just avoid him. And he said, well, I'm Chad Perrigan with Fox News. And I go, oh, <laughs> I can talk to you. I let my guard down a little bit, <laughs> yeah. a little safe. You're, you're one of the okay guys, yeah. <laughs> but I'm still skeptical. <laughs> yep. Uh, wise to be so. I, I try to, um, in my head, think of, I don't know, situations I've been in that would be somewhat similar and I, there is nothing. I think, well, maybe like uh, when you're a freshman going to college and you got all these sororities and these fraternities and these clubs that are, are trying to kind of go, oh, come over to our side, come over here, join our club. And, and I, you know, and at the same time, you're trying to figure out where things are. Uh, I don't know, to some degree is a little bit like that or no? Yeah, I mean, to some degree, you, so, um, you got to get to know 
hundreds of new people that you're going to have to work with and identify who where your who your tribe is, if you will. Um, identify what committees that you want to be on. So, I mean, in a way, it is kind of like Gryffindor versus Slytherin and those kind of things. But, but no, like I'm definitely I I gravitate towards the more conservative members, and immediately like you kind of see. When, when you get invited to Heritage Foundation events or to um, uh, Institute for Justice, mm-hmm. you know, all these conservative think tanks, you start seeing the same people. Oh, okay. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so you realize, okay, this is like the uh, conservative tribe. Yeah. Like we st- – we, everybody gets the same invite, but, you know, you see – you start seeing who shows up. Now, I imagine, obviously, there's research, I suppose, done ahead of time. These organizations, these groups, uh, there are probably certain new members that they've been told, oh, this is going to be somebody that uh, is going to be influential. Um, and, you know, well, this person probably is going to be good in this area. I, when you get there, are there people like, oh, I, are you, that know you and you don't know them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's that would creepy. be weird. Yeah, that would it's be, weird. That would be so unusual. And in that scope, you're talking about the nation's capital. Uh, these are people that are involved in in policy and lobbying and whatever else in in the nation's capital, the most powerful country in the world. And you go there, and you're like, "Well, I'm just Eric." <laughs> right. And and these yeah, people there, right. they know you right already. Right. Surreal. It is surreal. I was walking out of the. Capitol building with my chief of staff and we uh, walked by this reporter who tried to get an interview and he he was wearing a mask and so it's like we both were like well it's pretty that's your first sign that that person is probably not a conservative (laughs) clearly uh, no offense to people that are wearing masks but it's it's, at at this point in in history, yeah. if you're still wearing a mask, maybe you have health issues. Right. But more than likely, you're a liberal. <laughs> it's, it's a symbol. It's a it, yeah, that is yeah. an identified mark. Um, and so, Like a gun rack in a truck yeah, is a sign that you're probably conservative. Right. It's a yeah. way that they kind of send, send a, some kind of message. To, what, that's their dog whistle. That's the, dog, the liberal dog whistle to each other. That's is, pretty, yeah. See, I'm wearing the mask. Yeah. Well, you know. Helps if you want to associate with your own kind. I wonder. I, guess. I wonder. You know, like whenever you, uh, motorcyclists are driving down the road and they they give each other the little, uh-huh, the right. little uh, side wave. Right. Right. Yeah. Down kind of the down mm-hmm. side wave. I wonder if if uh, people that are still masking today have a little have a little signal. So what like per, a little what, wave to each other? What percentage <laughs> of folks up there just averages you're walking around? are wearing masks because here obviously there are a lot more people uh, yeah Yeah. i I mean i imagine that there probably were being a you know just a city and uh more left than we are uh and and i've heard like a lot of the restaurants that were there have been closed because they went out of business because they just their their lockdowns were so draconian now you mentioned restaurants see i have a lot of questions that most people think What's the point in that question? That, that has no relevance. But I love restaurants. I love food. And and I am a guy that really all types. Now, I mean, there are certain foods I don't like, but 
I like finding that greasy spoon place. Oh, yeah. But I also like going to a real fine dining as well. I, I, I For different reasons, I, I love yeah. that entire spectrum um, and trying different things and new things. Um, anytime anyone goes anywhere, I'm like, well, where'd you eat? <laughs> I just always want to. <laughs> so ha- have you, do you know anything about any of the restaurants? Because you hear, obviously, a lot of them, that there's a social component to it. There are certain uh, meeting places uh, that uh, obviously have some um, sort of, you know, well, like I said, social component to it. But w- anything in that arena yet? I know it's still early. Um, yeah, like I found... There's a there's a pizza place that's called And Pizza, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like build your own pizza. Oh, okay. I like that. I found this one place where they do kind of, uh, it's like, it's kind of like Qdoba but Asian. Oh. So you build like a rice bowl with like okay. I think there's a place over here that right. does Co- like Korea Korea craft, or- craft sushi. Okay. Oh, okay. And and I, I that's you know it's all that mm-hmm. but I'll tell you everything there is expensive. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's all expensive. Like, uh, you know, and sadly, everything has become expensive. But, you know, you, you can go through a drive-thru and get fast food here for like eight or nine, you know, seven, yeah. eight, nine bucks. There, it's more like 15. Yeah. So, now. So you just don't eat. One of the <laughs> what one of the aspects of, of life up there, obviously, is you have to have a place to live. Right. What does what that look like? It's very place? expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in looking at apartments, like 500 now, I, square feet I don't know is about $2,500 a month. Now, I don't know if Claire McCaskill ever sold her mansion, so it may still yeah, be available. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to uh, get my realtor. <laughs> <laughs> so you've so so you have you looked already? Or have you found a place? You know, I I have explored and we're I'm looking and I might even look at doing what Jason Smith, does, Congressman Smith. Mm-hmm. Stays over in, in South Central, uh-huh. more Central Missouri. You know, a lot of members Salem, of Congress, Missouri guy. and I'm surprised at how many members. There's a lot of members that stay in their office, mm. and I'm so I'm exploring doing that as well no. because there's there's a tribe, if you will, of members that mm. and there's like a you you know you see each other in the in the um, in the gym in the mm-hmm. morning. You you there there's like a there's there's some some benefit of being able to be around other members uh, sure and, and building those relationships yeah. all right we're gonna uh, take another break and we'll continue on here with uh, Eric Burleson this morning as uh, we are getting close to wrapping another 10 minutes of that uh, veterans breakfast heroes breakfast out here that of course made possible by scramblers air services heating cooling plumbing electrical Delta roofing and serenity honors I'm Nick Reed Springfield's Talk 1041. I am Nick Reed. Eric Burleson with us. And uh, what were you, how long were you in D.C. for your, what do they call it, orientation? Orientation. Uh, we had one week, and then we had Thanksgiving off, and then we went back for another week. And then they there's more that they more orientation on policy that's optional. And I was like, nah, I don't want to go to that. <laughs> I don't need you to tell me what my policy is. Right, right. Uh, I guess are there direct flights out of Springfield? No, no. Are you kidding? No, uh, no, no, no. It's I man. You know, <laughs> but it, it it is. It's just part of the sacrifice. Oh, I, it's I, I. There's I have to generally fly to Charlotte, and then fly from Charlotte to D.C. You know what? Actually, I think I knew that. I, I don't remember who told me that, but I, I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah it's not. You know, 
it is what it is. I wonder if you'll end up seeing a lot of the same people just because of patterns, people that fly and right. wonder. So here, and I'm just going to tell everybody. So here's, and I've got to figure this out because I'm a person that when I get on a plane, I, when I get in a car, I don't fall asleep. It's hard for me to fall asleep. When I get on a plane. Oh, I wish I could. I like, I, it's like immediate. I like the moment drink. the wheels. Yeah. Pull in. I'm probably usually well. Mouth, that's nice. And here's the but yeah. here I'm a sleeper who is like mouth open, snoring loud. Maybe you, maybe you should wear a mask then. <laughs> so, so I just know. But see, the problem now is that if people if if people start knowing who I am on a plane, they're gonna be like, oh, there's my congressman up there snoring. <laughs> yeah, people will be like, my God, what hillbilly? And like, oh, that's my congressman. <laughs> That's how we do things here in the Ozarks. Um, yeah, you should just get always get that back seat by the by the by the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah, that's what I would do. Uh, now, I imagine, of course, if you are a member of Congress, you have access to certain things or the ability to just see things of a historic nature or or I don't know even information have you thought about that sort of thing I imagine yeah. you are going to I'm sure you probably thought about some of this stuff but at some point you'll either have access to information given you know just your position be it on a committee or otherwise or see certain things and and it'll I don't know probably like, be I like, surreal again Yeah I like I really want to find out what's in in area, area 51, 51 right yeah. um but I'll tell you one funny story. When we were up there, we had a little bit of time, and Angie and I went across the street to the Library of Congress. And I'm, you know, I'm a newly, I've got my little badge, newly elected member of Congress. And so I walked up to the, the, the counter and asked the the librarian person there. Uh, I said, "Is it possible to like get a tour?" And I, and she goes, "Well, you know, you can put the headphones on." And I said, "Okay, well." Um, and we were looking at it, and she goes, and what's your... I, and I said, well, I'm... Or she said to me, you're not allowed to be here unless you make a reservation. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm just... We're, I'm here for Congress orientation. And so it revealed that I'm a new member of Congress. Right. She said, hold on, let me get my manager. So then the manager came, and she goes, she goes, so you're a member of Congress, or new member of Congress? And I said, yeah. She said, let me get my manager. Uh-huh. And then, then they finally came back. And they, and it was so comical because they're like, "You're a member of Congress and you're here, right?" Like, but what does that tell you? <laughs> they didn't know what to do with me. Yeah, I know. But what does that tell? You? That tell how few members, especially newly members of Congress, come over and want to tour the Library of Congress. And so they, so they gave me the tour, and um, this is like the place that you see on National Treasure, yeah. right? Like, but they're giving me the tour. And the whole tour guide, she had to stop herself because she would say, well, you know, of course, only members of Congress are allowed to check out and then she, check out books. And she would say, oh, I mean, only you can check out books. <laughs> and then and then I asked this question. I said, so when, when do I when are they due back? Like how long? And she said, no one's ever asked that question. <laughs> and I said, well, what's the what's the like fees? Yeah. She's like, I've never been asked that question. <laughs> Because no one has ever, right. never toured another a member of Congress. Right, that's pretty funny for a number of different. So I reasons. plan to go over there just occasionally and check out like the most obscure books. Yeah, possible. what what a thing to have access to. That's so cool. 
That is very cool. Yeah. So this has got to be really exciting for you on a number of, of levels then. Mm-hmm. Cool. It is. It's really neat. And it's it's been neat to meet a lot of people that they're, that are kind of like your heroes, you know, people yeah. that you see. And I had a really great meeting with Jim Jordan. Um, we had, and I told him about the things that I had done in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And so that a meeting that was scheduled to be a 15-minute meeting ended up being over an hour because he just thoroughly enjoyed That's cool. hearing Good. about the, my work on SAPA and, mm. and constitutional carry. He loved uh, the story about how we, how I tried to, we fought to stop the General Motors tax credit and got the Pregnancy Care Center tax credit installed. Yeah. And so that must have been, I, I know I keep using the word surreal, but here's somebody that you have watched on national television. You've watched grill people in committee hearings. Uh, you just have a great admiration for, and, and he's sitting here geeked talking to you about the things that you've done. I have 60 seconds. Yeah, it was. It was really amazing. And it's hard to place yourself amongst these, you know, what you consider icons. Well, yeah, and to realize, oh, now I'm one of them. Yeah, it is It is. It'll wild. take a while. At some point, I imagine there'll be that sort of moment where you realize, oh, wait a minute. Wait, I realize I feel like one of them now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I Somebody has joked that they said the first few months or a year you're going to feel like I don't you know I don't know how how like I can't believe I work with these people and then and then late years later you're going to look around the room and say I can't believe I work with these people (laughs) I believe that (laughs) Eric Burleson well thank you so much and uh you know you and I had a conversation and uh, I know you're going to uh benefit the listeners by uh coming on on a regular basis and let people know what's going on so i appreciate yeah i'll it. try to be a little bit unfiltered and try to give you guys the real uh, you always have so i have real. no doubt merry christmas merry to you christmas. and your family news in 60 seconds i'm nick reed